Welcome to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast, where we are empowering youth female athletes to play and live confidently. My name is Shay Hatto, and each week I will bring you new episodes to teach you the strategies and tools that you need in order to live a confident, empowered life both on and off the playing field. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Alpha Girl Confidence Podcast. My name is Shay Hatto, and today is episode 228. So in today's episode, we're going to be covering something that um, I know a lot of girls, a lot of human be- human beings in general deal with, and that is panic attacks or anxiety attacks. Um, so I am not a an anxiety expert by any means, but I have experienced anxiety a lot in my life, um, from a young kid to a teenager to now an adult. It's something that I've had to learn to manage and deal with, and it's something that has also evolved over time. Um, when I was a kid, I, I didn't really have what I would call a panic attack. Um, that didn't start until I was kind of more in those later college years, and I didn't know how to deal with them, and they were really scary, and they still are really scary. But in this episode, I want to kind of walk you through what has worked for me and in, in navigating those panic attacks and navigating anxiety in general but for the specifics of this episode, I will be talking about how to navigate the actual panic attack. So again, you can use this anytime you're feeling those anxious feelings, you can use it for that. Um, but we will be talking specifically about anxiety uh, slash panic attacks. So first things, okay, we're going to get into some real tangible things that you can do um, that I've used. But the first thing that's important for you to realize and understand is understand what's happening in your body when the anxiety, when the panic arises. So the first thing I want you to take note of is if this is something you've experienced is what are what are the physical sensations in your body? So for example, for me, it's a rapid heart rate. I tend to get hot. Um, excuse me, I tend to get hot. I tend to get maybe a little bit sweaty. Um, my, my breathing doesn't change a whole lot. It's mainly that heartbeat, sweaty, and then my thoughts kind of go crazy. So I know the thoughts is kind of like more of a mental thing, but those are the the kind of the telltale signs. And then in a way, it's hard to describe, but I kind of get this feeling of of being a little bit detached from my body as to where like I, I don't feel like I'm really there. Um, so I know that may not make, it may make perfect sense to some of you that have experienced that, um, but we all experience it differently. Um, some of you may have to where you're, who you, your breathing kind of goes goes a little bit haywire. So the first thing I want you to do is kind of understand what your body is doing in those moments. And now we need to understand why our body does that. Because if we can understand anxiety and panic, then it's a lot less scary and we can kind of take it for what it is. So when you have panic, when you have anxiety, um, you're, or let's use the heart rate, okay? Why? Ask yourself, why would my heart rate elevate in this moment? Okay, the answer is because your mind, for some reason or another, believes that you're in danger, right? Believes that it's a situation where you need to run, you need to fight, you need to get the heck out of there. And so it's preparing your body to just to keep you alive. So it's not like anxiety isn't this thing that we want to completely get rid of. And it isn't this thing that's that's bad and that's like happening to us. Like anxiety is happening for us. Just a lot of the time we don't really need it. But anxiety and like the the rapid heart rate, the breathing, that is to 
to, to keep us alive, right? If you think about like a million years ago um, when we lived, and I know some people and tribes still live like in the savannah, but this is a, an example that's just really easy to understand. Um, for example, if you were walking or hiking and you saw, let's say, a bear or a lion, what would your body do? Your heart rate would increase. Your breathing would probably get a little bit shallow. Your stomach would start to churn. For me too, that's a big one. My stomach churns. Like I, I get what I call the nervous poops. I have to pee a lot, right? So your body does that because, oh my gosh, there's a bear, there's a lion. I need to run. And so that's why your heart goes. That's why you got to go to the bathroom because you're trying to get, your body's trying to get everything out so that you can run and you can fight. So we're understanding anxiety, okay? This is probably something you may have never heard before, but it's so important because I didn't understand this. I thought that my body was working against me and I was weird and like there was something wrong with me. Well, I'm here to tell you the main point of me talking about this specific thing that we're talking about right now is that it's normal for your body to react this way when it thinks it's in danger, Okay, now the point we need to get to is to show ourselves that, hey, you know what? You're safe. You're good. You're not actually in danger, which we'll get to that in a minute. But I want you to understand first why your body is doing what it's doing when you feel those feelings of anxiety and panic. And then usually when we feel those initial symptoms, our mind starts to go, oh no, there's something wrong. You're going to pass out. You're, You're having a heart attack, whatever that is. And then it just makes it even worse, right? So... That's why anxiety kind of does what it does um, and it's there to serve us, but a lot of the time we don't really need it to that extent, okay? So the first thing I want you to do, we're going to get into some tangible things now. The first thing that I want you to do when you start to feel those feelings of anxiety, number one is to allow it. Allow the feelings, allow the sensations, do not fight it. When you fight it, when you resist it, it just becomes stronger. And I'm not just saying this because I read it in a book somewhere. I've personally experienced fighting it for a very long time and it did not go well for me. One time I fought it so hard, I resisted it so hard, I was so mad at myself for feeling that way that I literally just passed out. Like my body just gave up because it couldn't handle it anymore. So do not fight it. Like it's okay, it will move through you. Allow it to be there. When you allow it to be there, it can move through you more freely. When you resist it, you know, I don't know if you know the saying, what you resist persists. So the more you fight it, the more you resist it, the more the more it's going to suck and the longer it's going to hang around. So when you feel it, you can even say to yourself, you're allowed to feel anxious. You're allowed to feel panic. You're allowed, you're allowed, you're allowed. So saying that to yourself, it's like, okay, I can take a deep breath. Because imagine, imagine that you're feeling a little anxious and I come up to you and I say, hey, you're not allowed to feel this way. How would you feel? You probably wouldn't feel very good. You'd probably feel even more anxious. But on the other hand, same scenario, imagine that you're feeling anxious and I come up to you and I say, hey, you're allowed to feel anxious. You could probably take a deep breath after that right? So allow the feelings to happen. They will go away. That's the first and most important thing. Number two is to take a deep breath. When we're in this space, again, most of the time for most people, our breathing starts to get a little bit shallow. When our breathing gets shallow, it's really hard to slow down the heart rate. It's really hard to kind of tell our ourselves that we're safe. So take this deep breath 
could be one deep breath, could be a couple deep breaths, but take that deep breath through the belly, have a nice long exhale, and that deep breath will allow you to, number three, like use words that help you to feel like you're safe. So how I like to describe this is if a friend was feeling the same way that you're feeling with your anxiety, how would you, how would you help them? What would you say to them? You'd probably say, hey, everything's okay. You're safe. I got you. Like, you're good. It'll pass, right? So say those things. For me, the words that I always come back to, and you can borrow these if you want, is I'm safe. I'm safe or I'm good. And I'll just repeat that to myself. You're safe. You're safe. You're safe. And when I say that to myself, I, I kind of take back the control in a way. I don't love the word control, but I take back the control of my thoughts because a lot of times when you're anxious, your thoughts are not realistic. They're not real. Like they're just danger, danger, danger. So that deep breath allows us to come back to reality a little bit. And the reality is, is that you are safe. 99.999% of the time when you have a panic or an anxiety attack, you are safe, right? Unless you're like even if you were in this terrible situation, um, you probably wouldn't even have a panic attack because you're just fighting to stay alive, right? So 99.99999% of the time, you are actually safe. Can you, so can you tell yourself, I'm safe. You got this. I love you. Um, you're allowed to feel this way. So use words of affirmation. And the best way to do this is to ask if a friend was going through this same exact thing, how would I help them? what would I tell them? And I promise you that's going to help. Like that's helped me get out of so many times where I started to feel the panic and then I'll kind of talk myself down by using some of those words. And it seems so simple, but we got to go simple here, right? We can't go complex when we're in the middle of one of these because our brains just can't comprehend that. Okay. The fifth thing, or maybe we're on four, well, let's say four. The fourth thing is to ask for help, right? Fighting this. And I don't, let's take back the word fighting, going through this alone it's not easy. I used to go through it alone. I used to hide it. There are still times when I hide it, depending on who I'm with. Um, but when I can ask for help, that's when I feel a lot better, right? So if I'm feeling it and I'm around my wife, I'll ask her for help and she knows how to help me. She'll rub my back. She'll tell me I'm safe. She'll just be there for me, right? A real life example just recently when I was on my, my uh, backpacking trip from a couple episodes ago, I was starting to feel the panic rise up in the middle of the night because my brain was telling me I wasn't safe, that a cougar was going to come eat me, right? And so I started to feel those feelings come up. And luckily, my brother was in the tent next to me. And I said, hey, Landon, are you awake? And I said, I'm scared. I was vulnerable. I said, I'm scared. And he talked to me. Hey, it's okay, Shay. We're safe. You're good. And he really helped me, right? So if I would have had to go through that whole night alone and try to kind of navigate these thoughts alone, it would have been a lot harder. I would have been, I would have gotten through it because I've gotten through it so many times. But asking for help can be huge. And kind of a bonus to this one is if you're someone that experiences this, like talk to your your best friends um, and your parents, your siblings, people around you, and and tell them how they can best help you when you feel this way. For some people, they don't want to be talked to. They don't want to be asked questions. Do you want them to touch you? Like, like, be really clear and say, hey, mom, hey, dad, when I'm feeling this way, here's how you can best help me. And that is a game changer. Like I didn't do that until a couple years ago. Again, I used to go through it alone and, and I promise you that is not the way to go. Okay. And then the last one, number five, 
is just know that it will pass. The feelings of anxiety, it's energy. It's energy moving through you. Good thing energy moves. The energy is not going to stay there forever. You're never going to be anxious forever. You're never going to be sad forever. You're never going to be happy forever. You're never going to be angry forever. All emotions, emotion, energy in motion, it moves through you. Sometimes it moves through quicker. Sometimes it moves through slower. But just know that it's going to pass. You will be able to come out on the other side and you will feel better again. So just knowing that is so huge because in the moment, I know I used to do this all the time. In the moment, I used to think, oh my gosh, am I going to feel this way forever? And that thought of, am I going to feel this way forever? That causes a lot of anxiety. So I hope these things helped you. Again, this is something that I've gone through a lot and I've gotten like really good to a point where I'm, I'm really proud of myself and how I've been able to navigate the panic attacks and anxiety attacks. And there are phases of my life where I don't experience them at all. And then there are phases where they're a little bit more frequent just based on what's going on in my life. So I don't pretend to be perfect and to never feel these feelings. I feel them. I just felt them a couple weekends ago, right? But I've learned and I've become confident in my ability to move through them. I still hate them. I still do not like how I feel when I have them, but I have the tools and I have the experience to be able to move through them without, you know, like completely, completely, completely going into a panic. So again, I encourage you to practice these things. Let's do a quick recap for you. Number one is to allow the feelings that you're feeling. Do not try to fight them. Just allow them, accept them, and even love them. Number two is to take a deep breath. That could be just one deep breath or a series of deep breaths, but we want to take that deep breath to give us ourselves space to kind of come back down to reality and see that you are actually safe. Number three is to use words of affirmation. What would you say it to a friend? Beautiful. Now say that to yourself. And then the fifth or sorry, fourth one, I keep messing up the numbers, um, is to ask for help. So it doesn't matter, friends, family, whoever, Ask for help when you're going through that and tell them how they can best help you. And then the last one is just knowing that it'll pass. Um, so if you're ever going through, you know, feelings of, of panic or anxiety, know that they will pass. Know that they are not you. Um, I encourage you instead of saying I am anxious or I have anxiety to say I feel anxious. I, fe I, I experience anxiety because you are not your feelings. You just experience them like all human beings do. So know that you're not alone because when I was, you know, your age, if you're a teenage athlete listening to this, I thought that I was alone. I thought there was something terribly wrong with me because of the feelings that I felt. And I didn't know that they were a thing that other people actually felt. So know that you're not alone with this. And if there's an, ever anything that you, you know, want to talk about or need help with, feel free to reach out to me, send me an email, send me a DM on Instagram. Like I'm here to help you because I know, I know how hard it can be to, you know, go through this alone. So just know if you don't feel like you have anyone, you got me. Okay. And that's a promise. So again, I hope this helped you. If it did share it with a friend that may be, you know, experiencing some of the same things. Um, and I hope it, I hope it, you know, you are able to take it and really apply it into your life. All right. I'll catch you next week. Have a great week.